48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. A former auxiliary policeman is sentenced for rape and robbery after more than 20 years on the run. A pilot scheme to video drivers who illegally cause congestion is to be expanded territory-wide. And there's a report that North Korea has started building more ballistic missiles. A former auxiliary policeman who had been on the run for more than two decades after being charged with raping and robbing a nightclub hostess has been sentenced to eight years in prison. Chan Kim Hong converted to Christianity while in Thailand and returned to Hong Kong this January to face justice. The High Court heard that Mr Chan took the victim to a hotel room in September 1994 after she agreed to provide sex. An accomplice arrived later and the two of them tied the woman up and kept her captive for two days during which Mr Chan raped her. The pair also stole her credit card. Mr Chan was later arrested and charged but jumped bail in 1995. His accomplice was also arrested at the time and given a seven-year sentence. Police are expanding a scheme to video drivers who illegally block traffic or cause congestion. 540 penalty tickets were issued under a two-month trial in the New Territories North and Kowloon East last year, targeting six offences. They included stopping at bus stops or taxi stands or collecting passengers in restricted zones and stopping in yellow box junctions. Officers used small video cameras at fixed locations. Chief Inspector Lee Mankit says the scheme will be extended to all 18 districts from tomorrow. In New Territory North and in Kowloon East, the effect is quite good because uh, most of the drivers, when they have been told they committed the travel offences and they have been captured by the video recording, normally they will admit that their offence and pay their fine. And then not much complaining or not much saying that there's an unjust issue of ticket, something like that. So with the launch of the territory-wise trial scheme, we believe we can get this message across to all the drivers in Hong Kong to be more behaved in their traffic behaviour. Traffic officers are expected to conduct the operations at least once a week in the traffic black spots in their own district. The trial scheme will end at the end of January and officers will then decide on the way forward. A member of the Heung Yi Cook says a proposal to use land bonds to encourage New Territories villagers to give up plots for development has potential but needs to be simplified. The idea was suggested by University of Hong Kong academics and is primarily aimed at small scattered sites. The bonds would be freely transferable on the open market and would entitle their holders to redeem sites made available by the government in future. Alfred Lam, who's also a lawyer, says the concept is good, but more time is needed to look at its feasibility. He's particularly concerned about the possible need for owners to discuss the development potential of their land with neighbours. It's quite complicated for the villagers, so I think we need time to simplify the mechanism. But we need time to discuss the concept further. If the landowners are not required to enter into discussion with the uh, landowners of surrounding areas, then that would be more simpler. Meanwhile, home prices have risen for another month, extending the run to two years and three months. A monthly index by the Ratings and Valuation Department hit a record 389.4 in June, up 1.6%. That increase is similar to the one recorded in May. For the first half of this year, overall prices have risen 10.4%. U.S. intelligence officials have warned that North Korea appears to be building new ballistic missiles in spite of warming ties with the Trump administration. The officials say they have new satellite evidence of the work. The BBC's Laura Bicker reports from Seoul. The news agency Reuters and the Washington Post both quote unnamed U.S. officials who claim photos and infrared imaging show vehicles moving in and out of the missile site at Sanungdong, just outside Pyongyang. 
It's not clear what, at this stage, they could be carrying. Sanamdong is where North Korea built its first long-range missiles, believed to be capable of reaching the US. Commercial satellite imagery also appears to show two new buildings at the site. These reports are the latest to suggest ongoing activity at North Korea's weapons facilities, despite the meeting between Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. More than 500 hikers have been brought down safely from a mountain on the Indonesian island of Lombok after being stranded by rockfalls triggered by an earthquake. The BBC's Rebecca Henschke is at the scene. Search and rescue teams say that almost all of those hikers have now come off the mountain. There's only six remaining up near the crater lake. They need to be brought down today and should arrive in a few hours' time here. Also coming off the mountain is the body of an Indonesian climber, a young man in his 20s who was killed by falling rocks when the earthquake triggered huge landslides that blocked pathways out. Elsewhere on the island, the rebuilding has begun of thousands of buildings that were damaged in the quake. At least five people have been killed in an explosion at an army checkpoint in the southern Philippines. Officials said the blast happened on the island of Basilan soon after a van was stopped by troops for inspection. One soldier and four pro-government militiamen were killed. President Trump has offered to meet Iran's leaders with no preconditions at any time they want. He said he wanted to work out something meaningful to replace the multinational nuclear agreement with Iran, which the United States abandoned in May. I would certainly meet with Iran if they wanted to meet. I don't know that they're ready yet. They're having a hard time right now. But I ended the Iran deal. It was a ridiculous deal. I do believe that they will probably end up wanting to meet, and I'm ready to meet any time they want to. And I don't do that from strength or from weakness. I think it's an appropriate thing to do. If we could uh, work something out that's meaningful, not the waste of paper that the other deal was, I would certainly be willing to make. An advisor to President Hassan Rouhani of Iran said to pave the way for any such talks, the US should return to the nuclear deal. Meanwhile, President Trump has praised Italy's migration policy after meeting the new Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte in Washington. Italy has recently closed its ports to migrants and turned away several ships carrying refugees rescued at sea. He said other European countries should follow Italy's example. I agree very much what you're doing with respect to uh, migration and illegal immigration. Uh, Italy's taken a very firm stance on the border. A stance a few countries have taken, and frankly, you're doing the right thing, in my opinion. And a lot of other countries in Europe should be doing it also. A committee of the British Parliament has warned that sexual abuse and exploitation in the aid sector is endemic across different organisations and countries. The BBC's Naomi Grimley reports. MPs argue there's been complacency verging on complicity from famous names such as Oxfam. Background checks on employees, particularly those hired abroad, have been too weak. When problems have occurred, the response has been driven by a concern for a charity's reputation rather than a need for transparency. The International Development Committee is calling for a new global register of aid workers, which it says will act as a barrier to stop sexual predators entering the aid sector or moving around when they're exposed. A British court has jailed a couple for more than three years for trying to force their teenage daughter to get married and threatening her with death. The 18-year-old travelled to Bangladesh on what she thought was a family holiday. But once there, she was ordered to marry a first cousin and have a baby with him so he could gain a visa. 
Detective Superintendent Patrick Twiggs from West Yorkshire Police said the prison sentence was right and deserved. In my view, a parent's love for the child should be unequivocal and unconditional, but they subjected the daughter to a, a terrifying and harrowing ordeal. Um, they threatened her with violence, and if she didn't do as she was told, um, making reference to the fact they brought her up for 18 years, her dad said he'd chop her up in 18 seconds if he disrespected him by not going through with the marriage. The US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says President Trump's decision to withdraw from the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal didn't mean the US was reducing its economic involvement in Asia. The BBC's Barbara Plett-Usher reports. Mr Pompeo said the U.S. would invest in technology, energy and infrastructure as a down payment on a new era of U.S. economic commitment to the Indo-Pacific. He said the strategy aimed to support and encourage American business in the region, and he stressed that it was in America's strategic interest to deepen engagement there. He tried to counter the perception that the U.S. was on the retreat, acknowledging that President Trump's decision to pull out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal had created this impression. But he said the administration was working to craft bilateral agreements and noted that the presence of U.S. companies in the region was growing. Scientists in Britain have identified a new frog species. It took researchers at the University of Manchester 20 years to determine that Sylvia's tree frog is a separate species. Here's the BBC's Rory Gallimore. Sylvia's tree frog has a bright green body, lurid orange underbelly and large yellow eyes. It's big too, as far as tree-dwelling amphibians are concerned, but scientists haven't been able to determine whether it's a separate species for almost a 100 years. It was first collected in the forests of Panama in the 1920s, but has long been confused with the aptly named Splendid Tree Frog. And after decades of work, why is this colourful creature Sylvia's? The conservationist from Manchester Museum who identified it, Andrew Gray, has named it after his three-year-old granddaughter. The cast of the science fiction fantasy franchise Guardians of the Galaxy have signed an open letter in support of the SAC director, James Gunn. Mr Gunn was expected to direct the third instalment of the series until it emerged offensive remarks he made on Twitter nearly ten years ago had prompted his dismissal. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. With its lavish sets, special effects and fast-paced action, the Marvel Comics-inspired Guardians of the Galaxy has become very big business. The second film alone has earned over $800 million worldwide. But when old tweets in which the director joked about paedophilia and rape resurfaced, Disney Studios announced that he'd been sacked, describing his remarks as indefensible. Now, members of the cast have put an open letter on Instagram, saying they've accepted an apology by James Gunn and fully support him. Financial news now and official figures show that mainland factory activity slowed last month. The Purchasing Managers Index, a gate of factory activity, came in at 51.2, down from 51.5 in June. Figures above 50 show growth. Currencies and the US dollar is trading at 111.28 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 17 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 29 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,573, 161 points down on the previous close. Turnover was $40 billion. And now with a look at the latest sports news, here's Adam Jung. 
Hong Kong's under-23 football squad will travel to Guangzhou tomorrow morning for a five-day intensive training camp in preparation for the 2018 Asian Games. The group stage of the competition kicks off eight days before the game's opening ceremony in Jakarta. Hong Kong's first game is against Laos on August the 10th. Coach Kenneth Kwok wants his players to be able to hold their own against any team from the region. At the Asian Games, we got to play against a lot of uh, strong teams in Asia. For example, if we qualify, we might be able to play against Korea, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, etc. So all these players are skillful, fast, and also my my、uh, defensive tactics is more about、uh, defending and pressing in the front half. So they need to have、uh, very good、um, defending skills individually, and also they need to defend strong and smart. So. This is something we are working on.、Uh, when we play against、uh, strong teams, we need a really good defense. One of the biggest names in the MLS has pulled out of this week's All-Star game against Juventus. Slatan Ibrahimovic says he is disappointed about missing the game, but his main focus is to score goals and help the LA Galaxy to the playoffs. The Swedish striker scored his first hat trick for the club against Orlando City over the weekend to take his total to 15 goals in 17 games. Yahoo Sports Henry Bushnell says his impact at the club has been huge. It's been remarkable so far, and it's interesting because this is something that he's done at almost every place that he's gone throughout his career.、Uh, but I think we get sucked up in in the idea of him as this marketing icon and sort of the personality of Zlatan. And forget that he is just—he's a remarkable footballer, and he—he's an incredible player, and especially in MLS where his talent stands out even more than it would、uh, in Europe. He came to a Galaxy team that there were questions about how the club was being run, and you know his first couple games here,、uh, aside from after his debut, there was some frustration,、um, and he got a red card,、uh, and the team was struggling. But since then, he's just been outstanding. The Galaxy are firmly in, in playoff position now. Uh, and his impact, you know, it's sort of being felt throughout the club beyond his goals. Baseball's World Series champions, the Houston Astros, have agreed to take Roberto Osuna off the Toronto Blue Jays and give the young pitching star a restart to his career. The 23-year-old Osuna was an All-Star last year with 104 career saves, but has been dealing with personal issues off the field. He recently served a 75-game suspension under Major League Baseball's domestic violence policy. The Blue Jays had to trade him to save the club's image. In return, the Jays get Ken Giles, who lost his role as a closer after repeated failures in last year's playoffs. He's also had a fallout with Houston manager AJ Hinge. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam Chung. And to end the news, a reminder of our top stories: a former auxiliary policeman is sentenced to eight years in prison for rape and robbery after more than two decades on the run. A pilot scheme to video drivers who illegally cause congestion is expanded territory-wide, and there's a report that North Korea has started building more ballistic missiles. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh,